Welcome to another episode of the Grave Sisters, the creepy and koopy sister of the Sound Sister podcast. We're here at the Sound Sister studio in Mesa, Arizona. I'm your ghost host for this episode, Angel Rose Red, and I'm here with my fellow ghouls. Say hello, ghouls. Gabby Chaos. Miss Kitty. Dreadall. Boop, boop. Happy Halloween, sisters. This is our time. This is where we shine. This is the the time of year of our people. <laughs> we are the weirdos. We yeah. are the weirdos, misters. Okay. Most wonderful time of the year. Seriously. <laughs> no, Christmas, what? It's all about Halloween. So on this All Hallows' Eve episode, we're going to discuss spooky happenings of our favorite local watering hole and eatery, Casey Moore's Oyster House. For those of you who are not privy to the background of this infamous location, it is enriched with historical background that dates back before Arizona was even declared a state. Plus, it's on various platforms highlighting its frequent paranormal activity. Pretty spooky. Uh, we're also going to, on later on in the show, be spinning a new track from Creepsville 666 never before Woo-woo. released. So that's super exciting. That's about to drop. It's pretty fitting because they came along on our ghostly adventures, so more about that later on in the show. Uh, Now, but before we move forward, a quick disclaimer. We, as Grave Sisters, in no way claim to be professionals or experts in these topics we're about to discuss. We're simply bringing forth our personal experiences and perspectives. If you decide to partake in any of the activities we cover, please reach out to someone beforehand who has expertise knowledge into the subjects some credentials might be nice in other words don't try this at home we ain't gonna be liable also regardless of our individual beliefs on paranormal activity or the spiritual world we ultimately respect these subjects since they are sacred to many so we truly mean no harm this is not a parody it's simply our exploration into the subjects now with that being said let's kick off our open coffin discussion who wants to start us off on this well, first of all, I got to shoot Tom DeLong and Angels and Airways, and I think the same time is when they revealed, uh, the Navy officially finally revealed that those footage that he released are real, and so that's huge. Wait, wait, for our listeners, what video footage? Uh, <laughs> so Tom DeLong, you know, he's gone. Cra- people say he's gone crazy on the UFO, and he's got is it the History Channel. He's got the new TV show. Okay. I don't know. I don't have cable. I know he has a book, too. Yeah, he's got books, but the, recently he has a TV show. I think it's on the History Channel okay. about aliens on, on Classified, I think it's called. And uh, it involves all the people from the government that he... So anyways, the big reveal was these videos that are from the aircrafts that they fly and like little radars and apparently it's real like they said it's real they sure enough actually been released and i don't know how he got them but he did so that was he's always yeah. claimed he's had an informant yeah. yeah um yeah so that kind of confirms that mm-hmm. really and he like yeah. he left blink 182 yeah, specifically yeah, mm-hmm. to <laughs> to pursue this and right then now he's in angels of airwaves but i guess he sings a lot about that subject matter so it's more so yeah i mean like when he that. when he left blank apparently he couldn't tell them why he left to his own band members, so it'd be like if oh, I left and he, he I couldn't try- tell Drea oh, why, because no. he was involved so with like sad. the government and like I gotta protect dude. you. <laughs> right. oh. I love you, dude. Right. <laughs> so at least that's what he claims, but I mean, 
and then that's when all the turmoil started. But, but yeah, so it's official. The U.S. government finally agreed that, or admitted that it's unidentified. Yeah, they didn't say it's aliens, but it's. Unidentified. They don't know what it is. Right. right. So well, I'm sure they do know what it is, but yeah, they're not going to tell us. <laughs> so you being mm-hmm. a believer mm-hmm. and you being a huge Blink fan. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that like shooting? I mean, did you notice that there was a lot of inspiration behind his stage performance no. of like alien? I mean, I don't know. It, it was a weird feeling because, like, he's gone as deep as I've gone, but probably deeper and knows probably a lot more fucked up shit. So I think he's starting to play out more because he knows there's. How do you explain this? Like. It's beyond his, like, control. control or, like, just go play music for the fans and then, like, they don't even know what's happening. Like, right. I don't, that's how I see it. So it was, it was, it was pretty fucking awesome Give to see Give the people what they want. <laughs> right. But <laughs> deep down, you probably know it's like, oh, you're all going to die. Like, oh, God. You know? so, <laughs> I mean, eventually we all will. So. Right. That's but you know, like, well, he, he knows He said that shit. on different podcasts, too. Yeah. It's like, he knows so much that he's just going to. Yeah. play regardless of the information that he knows right because mm. it could fuck you up like yeah stuff i've researched it's like i've i've had nightmares that I had to stop for a while and yeah so i can't even imagine him with actual government people for sure knowing yeah. this so for sure so that was my take on it yeah i went in his head so when you <laughs> so saw it you're all see i told you i told all of you tom knows what's up oh mm-hmm. I, I haven't gone into that little like what tom's crazy until like recently when they the government shared i just share the page i'm like see he's not crazy well he is but he's not <laughs> like yeah. i probably sound crazy when i tell people this but it's like depends how many levels you go right. and so but yeah i don't think he's crazy he's absolutely right the truth is out there yeah yeah how do you feel as like a ufo ex- well not connoisseur i don't know like, <laughs> i'm no expert either i, I think you said that yesterday <laughs> Only the finest aliens for me. (laughs) Like like you're tasting sampling each one. I like the Palladium's best. This one tastes pretty gamey. I don't know. Oh no, I'm vegan, you guys. (laughs) Right. Um, I think it's interesting. I was really surprised. No, I totally wouldn't. No. And for sure I'd get sick. Like I can't eat half of anything in the planet anyway that is plant-based without getting sick so for sure alien would make me sick um i don't know i i was really surprised as soon as i saw that article mm-hmm. i sent it to our thread because yeah. i knew gabby would be all about that yeah. like oh my gosh wow okay i haven't read his book it's been sitting on my nightstand forever one of my mm-hmm. clients borrowed it to me um i want to know more about his specific theories mm-hmm. and i'd love to address that more but i just i haven't followed through it's, it's a lot of what you and I have read. Okay. It's just him putting it in his own, like, his own theory about it. But okay. it's pretty much the same concept of, like, everything. Yeah. And for the least listeners, it's like, you really have to go deep. I should really stuff. just read right. the book. Right. Yeah. Did you right. read that book? I have not, but I read, like, through it. And, like, I've seen interviews of him talking about the books, and it's, it's mm-hmm. all the same thing. So it's like, oh, okay, so I'm on the right path on my yeah. crazy You've done research. the Cliff Notes version yeah. of it. We yeah. need to have a Grave Sister book club. <laughs> yeah, I want to oh, read it. Yes. Yeah. I do have one book. I don't remember what it's called. I'm a perpetual, like, I'll read five books at the same time and, like, just read a little bit and then put it down and pick up another book. Yeah, and that's read another what I book. do, too. Yeah. 
it's yeah. I, it's kind of terrible. Like I hate myself for doing that. But... Yeah, me too. It feels like a <laughs> bad habit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, Chariots of the Gods. Yeah, yeah. Erich von Daniken. That's like one of the like Bibles of yeah. ufology. Yeah. So if you want to get into aliens and conspiracies and oh, yeah. ancient gods, Chariots of the Gods. That's the number one book you gotta read. He it's was the guy. reading. <laughs> <laughs> that one, I don't know. I've heard lots of things about that one, but I haven't read it yet. Yeah, I haven't heard of that one. Is that about Planet X, Nibiru? Uh, maybe. Ooh. I don't remember. Ooh. I was That's really funny. hung up on that pre-2012. <laughs> Very stressed out about Nibiru. The origins of Earth and life on it. Superior race of beings. Oh, maybe I should read it. The Twelfth Planet. Oh. It's been sitting in my bookshelf for like eight years. <laughs> oh, no. It's on our to-do list. Awesome. So what you got, Drea? Uh, so I recently went to Seattle, and uh, I was in Sasquatch Land. <gasps> yes. Um, I did walk the rainforest, but I did not hear or see anything on this trip, oh, which was a little damn. disappointing. Um, but we did stop in Port Gamble, Washington, and we stopped at the Ames House, which is rumored to be the most haunted house in Washington. Uh, looming over the town with deserted windows and ornate Victorian gabbling. The house is said to be one of Washington's most haunted, built in 1889 for lead mill mechanic William Walker, whose daughter, Maude, later married mill manager Edwin Ames. And they call it the Ames House, hence the name. Um, apparently, uh, no one can afford the considerable rent and cost of improvements. So it's it's vacant. Oh, we shit. definitely looked in the windows like creepers. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> didn't see anything, though. So I thought that was kind of cool. I'm proud Thank of you. you though. You're Port just Damn. like, you're like, it's closed. I'm still looking. I'm oh, doing this. Yeah. <laughs> Port Gamble is mm-hmm. an interesting little strip of just literally one street. Mm-hmm. And these houses look like they're from the 1800s. Oh, wow. Like, it's really mm-hmm. surreal. Like, if you guys ever get the chance to go, like, try to s- drive through it. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, most haunted house in Seattle, Washington. I went. Awesome. <laughs> oh, good job. I know I saw those pictures. Yeah. I Check, like, yeah. That looks so amazing. Check yeah. my Instagram for uh, <laughs> the pictures up there. But yeah. Damn. Is that the only vacant house in that strip? No. Or? So the uh, other surrounding ooh. houses are actually little small businesses that you can go into, um, small shops hmm. and everything like that, like the old post office, and there's a market there. Um, the cemetery is literally around the corner. It's right off the water. It's really pretty. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, they do they do a haunted tours there, and um, I don't know. It's hmm. most haunted house in Washington. So who oh, knows? How you get that claim? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You get a badge. Yeah. The haunting experts come and yeah. count the number of ghosts they see. How does it, that work? It looked beautiful, like, on the yeah. outside, the structure itself. Like, yeah. It was just amazing. Really cool house. Um, yeah. Right off the water. Mm. Stunning mm. views. Like, they had a great mm. view. So you can see why people yeah. bought it yeah. and figured out that it was haunted. Yeah. And probably <laughs> <out>. <laughs> 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 turning people over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is it for sale? 
Was it like probably? Um, this is vegan. I don't know. That's a great question. Crave sisters headquarters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what's that? What's that? Somebody what's wants to buy that yeah. for us. We'll yeah. totally. We should Zillow take it. Take that generously. <laughs> 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 Sponsor yeah, yeah. us. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing like a bat phone in our. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're on the case. I don't know. <laughs> Uniforms, uh, love badges. It. I don't know. Yes. So many possibilities. That's amazing. Yeah. You guys went to another haunted place too. Yes, we went to um, on tour. We went to the oh, Winchester. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, which place? Unfortunately, we didn't get inside. <laughs> but it was really cool being on the grounds. Mm-hmm. It was pretty. I don't know. I just love. I love cool. being around it and just. Yeah. I guess maybe I started doing stuff like going into abandoned jails. So since then, when I go to haunted places, it's not as bad. Yeah. I think so. Everything else is like, oh, this is. I feel kind of weird, but nothing like, you know, murders lived here or anything. You know, so it's just kind of interesting. But it would have been yeah. cool, definitely on some mm-hmm. something to do. I I say road trip, guys. Oh yeah, I'm in. So yeah, what about you? Well, I feel like I need to explain to everyone, or I offer, I need to offer everyone an explanation, because I told everyone I was going back to Minnesota, and I hyped up my Satanic TV episode that I was going to do, oh, yeah. and I haven't even talked to you guys about this, <laughs> and the truth is, I got totally freaked out, and I couldn't do it. Um, oh, <laughs> you got freaked out? Let's give, let's give yeah. our, our listeners a little bit of background info. Yeah. Okay, so, how so when I go back to uh, Minnesota to work, where I'm from, I stay with family, and uh, I stay with my dad and my stepmom, to be more specific, which makes me feel like a child again. But, um, yeah, so they volunteered this story that, um, and they don't say haunted. They say their TV in their basement is possessed by Satan. I don't know. I didn't choose these words. They did. And this is a story that's been communicated to me. Um, the TV turns off and on so often that my stepmom will unplug it because it stresses her out. And she says it only happens when, like, my dad is out of town or something or, or sometime when she's the only person in the house. So it's really scary. So they just keep it unplugged. Yeah. So they told me that story. Of course, the TV is on the floor where I'm staying by myself. Um, And so last, well, not last time, the time before when I went back, I did try to provoke the TV and I did a little live thing on my Instagram account. Um, Plugged the TV in, just tried to see if I could get it to turn on on its own. It didn't work, but um, (laughs) I went back this time and yeah my dad and stepmom were like oh we're gonna go to the cabin um you're gonna have the place to yourself it'll be so great and we're taking the dog and I was kind of like that's not that's not great at all like I don't want to be here alone do you hate me why are you doing this and then also brought up the tv in the same breath like no you guys they're just so casual about it my stepmom claims they hear footsteps in the house too or she hears footsteps and everyone is just really casual about the fact that their house is maybe haunted by something. So I couldn't even plug the TV in. I didn't even want to chance it. Do they yeah. ever watch the TV? Why, why is this TV 
TV's still in the house. Right. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I, I would mean? have just. It's, and yeah, it's just my dad and stepmom. So have they like the they outlet? have a TV on the floor above. <laughs> and like it just where randomly they watch TV. turns on yeah. and it's loud. And what's interesting is that you started doing this kind of stuff when we were just sisters, not right. grave sisters yeah. yet. Yeah. So oh, this yeah. This is like yeah. pre grave yeah. sisters. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 I, I think I was like talking that. with you guys about that too. And you're like, do it. Do it. spawned this whole thing. Yeah, it's around TV. So now I feel like I have to do a redemption, mm-hmm. you know, satanic TV episode. I think I tried it three or four times mm-hmm. when I was there before. Isn't but... that where you caught the UFO? Yeah. <laughs> so, no satanic TV, but you caught a freaking UFO. And... I think I know what it is. I think it's been debunked. Oh, yeah? That, yeah. What, what spins in circles? and? I think like... it's casino spotlights. Damn gamblers. Uh, hmm. Yeah, which you can't see them all the time, but the uh-huh. clouds were just low enough that night mm. that so the lights come together and they make it's a teepee. Hmm. And so the top part of the lights is a circle from the top of the teepee. And mm. the clouds were just so that it looked like a circle of lights just above but it was, the tree line. Wasn't it like circling? It rotates. It's rotating. Yeah. Depressing. Hmm. I was bummed. Or maybe that's just the cover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tom DeLong, yeah. get on Help this. Help us yeah. out. Help us out. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm just going to do a follow up check in from our last episode after our tarot card reading. I, um, mm. yeah, I had yeah. something interesting happen. Um, later on that day, actually, that evening, I got a message from Colleen. Regarding something that I'm not going to discuss, but it was something that really creeped me out. Mm-hmm. And I was really nervous to even voice that to anyone because I didn't want to awaken any sort of energies or anything mm-hmm. else. So I went to bed, freaked the fuck out, didn't tell my husband nothing. I was terrified. Like, I even, I mean, I grabbed my uncle's rosary, which is not something I do all the time. I was like really nervous. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep and I was all, I was in between sleep and wake and I felt a straight up gentle touch, like a finger dragging down the back of my arm. And I woke up and my husband was flipped over on the other side. There's no way that he touched me. My dog wasn't around. I thought maybe it was part of my nightgown or something, but it was a very Mm -hmm. intentional vertical touch. And it scared, but honestly, it scared me, but it didn't, it didn't frighten me like it was something mm. evil, if that makes sense. And since then, even before last night, I sometimes feel like brushes of things on me. Mm. And I look mm. down and I'm like, is that a bug? Is that something else? Am I freaking myself out? Mm. So I really don't know if that is something, but I am noticing I'm starting to get more, more sensitive, more sensitive yeah. and things like that. So... I don't know. I'm still exploring it. I don't know if I want to explore it anymore, but that's that's kind of an update with me. But I did have some interesting, fun little stories in the spirit of Halloween that I wanted to discuss. Um, just a couple of urban legends that are actually proven to be true. And uh, one of which is a poisoned, poisoned Halloween candy. So growing up, we always heard... You have to check your candy, right? Mm-hmm. You have to check your candy for poison, poisonous things, right? So in 1974, a man actually did hand out five poison pixie sticks. <laughs> he was actually attempting to kill his own son for insurance money 
and gave out four other poison treats to random children um, just to kind of cover it up. And sadly, the son did die, but the other children did not. So really? I didn't think his son came. died. Yeah. It's, oh, really? Really? I have a book called Death Makes a Holiday, and that's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. I think he was foiled and he was caught. It's interesting because I read that too because sure. there was another documentary that said that too. Yeah. So huh. we let's shall hope the look son into alive, that. Let's, but... let's hope he did. A couple of them were like, um, another one was like a, a real haunted attraction that had a dead body in it. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, that one's, I thought that was good hmm. for some grave sister action. <laughs> so, um, you know, haunted houses, it's a big staple amongst, like, carnivals, like, mm. everywhere, especially around Halloween time. And so there was, like, this big, big urban legend that, you know, somebody had touched a piece of the carnival ride and realized, oh, my gosh, it was like a dead body. Well, in fact, in the 1900s, that was the case. There was Ooh. an embalmed body of criminal Elmer McCurdy, he, he put it on display because he was basically by a mortician. He was trying to show off of his uh, skilled workmanship. Oh so, and then um, the body was later recovered by the McCurdy family, who, interesting enough, was owners of the carnival. Oh. So, coincidence, I think not. So, they basically stole the body so they can display it. And the corpse had been passed around um, to different ca- carnivals in the 1970s. And then a television crew came in for the $6 million man show. And someone accidentally bumped into the prop and broke off its arm and discovered oh. it wasn't a fake. Oh, shit. So that is a couple of different legends. Um, How could that not stink? I know. I, I, yeah. Well, because it was embalmed. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there is the plastination that other, oh. you know, body worlds did that. Yeah, so yeah. there's other ways of kind of preserving it. Huh. So that could possibly very well be. But those are just oh. a, for a few of the urban legends that proved to be true um, by KPL96, no, 96.5.com. So um, we're really curious to hear any listeners, if you guys have any mm-hmm. stories or you want to debunk any of these theories, definitely leave um, us some comments on our social media pages. All right. So, after that, let's close that coffin for now, <laughs> even though it may have, like, a, a real body in it. That's kind of <laughs> creepy, right? You know, way to, way to end it on a creepy note. So, let's go ahead and dive into our episode. So, we're focusing on Casey Moore's Oyster House. So, the Grave Sisters um, decided to keep it local to go to a Tempe staple, you know, for the Halloween episode that's been known for extreme paranormal activity. We decided to... Have dinner there up upstairs where there's known to be a lot of paranormal activity. We also had um, food alongside a couple of locals as well. Um, a couple of the members from Creepsville 666. And uh, they, they came along for the ride. We had one that was a believer, another one that wasn't, who kind of turned. So that was very interesting. Yeah, so um, we're really excited to have them along to get that interesting outsider perspective. So thank you so much, Gino and Matrick, for coming along. And uh, we'll definitely release some different photos and different happenings with them along the way. Now, um, before we get started, we're going to go into a little bit of the history of Casey Moore's. What's the most interesting about it is every single person you talk to, regardless of how long they've worked there or been around there, even some of the in- information on the internet, all of it changes. So 
this is some of what we found to be some of the most conclusive information. Uh, according to darkhaunts.com and various other postings on the web, the house itself was built in 1910 by William Moore. And he, of course, played an important part in Tempe's early school development. And also his brother was an Arizona governor in the Great Depression. So that was pretty interesting. Um, so he played a big part in, in the early years of Arizona. But the house itself, as I said earlier, was actually around since before Arizona was even a state. He lived there with his wife, Mary, and both William and Mary lived and died there. William passed away in 1929, and Mary passed away in the 40s. Um, after that, the house was a resident. It's been rumored to be a boarding house and or a brothel, so I don't know. You come up with that conclusion. But in 1973, it was refurbished, and it was called a re it was called Ninth and Ash, which it was turned into a restaurant. So in 1986, it was then purchased and renamed Casey Moore's Oyster House. So it's become, of course, extremely popular, especially amongst the locals and all social scenes. So you see punks there, frats there, you know, you see all kinds of different people, which is kind of nice. And it's great food. So, But um, some of the paranormal activity that's been reported um, has been forks flying off tables, ties being tugged on, women being told to go home, stools being rearranged. Um, I've also heard from different, um, people from the staff that like stools were put up on the bar and then they came back the next morning when stools were put down. You're probably thinking, well, maybe somebody came in and decided to start opening early, but this person <laughs> said, no, there was absolutely no way that there was somebody else there before them. So, um, la lamps swinging out of nowhere, paints coming crashing down with no rhyme or reason. There is a consistent reporting and sighting of a dark-haired woman with light eyes. So some speculate that she was, you know, murdered back in the Bordello days, that it was, like, by a man with a trick that came wrong or someone, or she got molested. I mean, there's lots of different variants of that story. But regardless, she's being sighted at the window at the upstairs before, you know, disappearing into thin air. So and that's actually the spot where we had dinner. Um, others claim to see her out of the corner of their eye, too. So that's another another um, theory. But there have been a couple of sightings of couples dancing, possibly maybe William and Mary. Another interesting connection to Casey Moore's, um, music-wise, is that the band Jim Blossoms, who are based out of Tempe, Arizona, before they made it big, they used to frequent there, especially like the lead singer D Doug Hopkins. Um, I was told that he was consistently there all the time. So another um, one of the other founding members of the Jim Blossoms reference in their song, Miss Rita, who actually is the real life Rita Miller, who is a palmist and tarot card reader who's who has a shop that's around the corner from the historical house. So that just kind of gives you a little bit of a basis of how much the Jim Blossoms like inner workings of their band was made up of at Casey Moore's around the Tempe scene. So going back to Doug, it was reported that he had chronic depression. He was resistant. It was quote unquote, he was resistant to singing on a major label and reacted with stubbornness and more drinking. So this led him to being kicked out of the band. There was drama, of course, and due to financial hardship, he gave away his song rights. So when the Jim Blossoms hit it big, lots of songs he wrote were the ones that made them popular. So that's kind of a hard pill to swallow. So after failed attempts by joining other bands, he fell into deeper depression. It was said, of course, at that time, he was just really frequenting Casey Moore's and other local spots. Um, nine days after destroying the one gold record he received for Hey Jealousy, the song Hey Jealousy, he checked into a Phoenix St. Luke's Hospital and snuck out, out 
of the intake to commit suicide. So although I haven't found any direct connection to, you know, Casey Moore's and him haunting it, you know, through the grapevine, I've heard naturally there was a lot of sadness and depression along for people that was the crew at Casey Moore's that worked there and owned the place. So I always question, you know, ghosts have been known to frequent bars, especially because I worked at a bar for seven years and felt that there was paranormal activity caused specifically by activity from those that make of their characters when they were once alive. So that's just kind of a question that I have. So could Doug be one of the many ghosts that hangs out the bar? It's pretty possible. So, um, but that's pretty much some of the um, findings I found. Uh, do you guys have any other research or anything else you would like to add to the history that you found when researching the spot? You pretty much nailed most of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it does, It like I said, it does vary, which to me, I don't, I mean, sometimes you got to think debunked. Okay, does it vary because it's not true or is it varied because it's different personalities of ghosts? Right. You know, and one thing we talked about at dinner was, mm -hmm. you know, of course there's probably going to be some ghosts that are consistently inhabiting it, possibly, you know, William and Mary or, or you know, the one person mm -hmm. who has either committed suicide or murdered, you know, whichever historical reference you want to take with that um but i mean you get people that are coming in all the time like they may have stuff that are attached to them right. mm -hmm. you know people ghosts can come in and out all the time so who what knows? was there before the house was there exactly right. we I'm, don't know for sure america's yeah. just one huge barrel ground unfortunately <laughs> so there's a lot of questions so yeah but yeah i'll let you guys um kind of lead this uh what kind of different feelings did you guys get after well, when I first walked in, I, I turned around and I felt lightheaded and I felt like the ground like dropped. But I don't know if that was everyone just old house and the wood just went down. But the fact sure. I felt a little dizzy and lightheaded, that was that was really weird. So that was my first experience. Yeah. But then after that, I was fine. I was just it's creepy, but I didn't mm -hmm. feel anything other than that lightheaded. And then I had a headache later that day. So maybe it was deeper. <laughs> so now that I think about it. Was the yeah. headache different than normal headaches that you get? Mm, no, it was just random. Like after we were done eating dinner, I just had a had a headache. It's um, but yeah, that was that was way after we ate dinner and we we're about to go home. Yeah. So maybe that was telling us to go home. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, usually headaches yeah. and stuff, I mean, I mean, they could occur at any time. But, I mean, that's right. definitely, like, a sign that a lot of people claim, like, your stomach hurts or your head yeah. hurts. And especially after you ate. And you, yeah. You know, that's, that's kind of. But the, the lightheaded, though, that was really weird. Yeah. Like, I'm like, did you guys feel that? Like, do you guys remember me telling yeah, you guys I that? Yeah, I was like, that. what just happened right now? Um, but, yeah, that was weird. <laughs> What was your initial thought of, like, how the rooms looked and everything? It, it's creepy. I mean, I didn't really feel the energy, really. I mean, I could. there was something weird on that hallway that, that goes down the stairs. Like, I kept looking at it. But it was it was fine. I mean, I wouldn't want to spend the night there <laughs> or overnight. But For sure. it was – I was trying to be respectful and not – or when, like, when someone would ask something, I'd be like, please don't answer, please don't answer. <laughs> well, and I, I also think that there's a lot to be said around intent. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Because, I've, you know, we've all been in t interesting spots before. Mm -hmm. But if you come in there with, like, protection and just yeah. kind of, like, a positive intent that you're just more alone trying to experience it as opposed to, like, mocking them. Yeah. Or, you know, then that's 
I don't know. When I watch Ghost Hunters and I see a lot of stuff happen and the dude that's like exactly. instigating it and he's like, and it's like, Come at me, no, bro. bro, don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. What do you yeah. think? What was your take on everything, Drea? Um, so I've been going to Casey's for years and it's, you know, I've always had like really good times there. Um, but every time I've gone to that upstairs part of the house, it's yeah. always felt unsettling. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's the lighting or the fact that nobody's up there. And mm-hmm. usually, you know, every time I've gone up there, I've been with a friend or two. Sure. Um, but there's something about stepping in that room and just feeling like unease. Um, so yeah. every time I've gone there, I've just kind mm-hmm. of like, okay, I'm here, and I've never stayed as long as we have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always been in, in and out kind of thing. Yeah. So when we were there last night, I it, I mean, I started to get, like, really nervous towards yeah. the end. Like, mm-hmm. I just felt like we were there too long, and that's why I was like, we need to go. You kind of packed us up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I were packing like, us up. Here? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, we're done. Well, okay. yeah. I'm, yeah. like, off in the corner shooting photos. I didn't even realize. Well, like, oh. Well, see, that, that <laughs> makes sense of what you're talking there. about intent, because when I was driving there, and usually I always do that, like, I try to be, like, only positive things. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to right. feel it. So, like, my mentality is I don't. I don't want to see it or see it or feel it. Mm-hmm. You think so. you just have that block out there? Like, nope. I'm I, not, I think so. I'm I think so. And mainly because I don't want it to follow it to my house. So it's like, right. just, yeah, just yeah. Keep the bad juju out. But. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but from also what mm-hmm. they describe is the ghost, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like. Yeah, like they, they're, they're bad. They're just, yeah. pe- right. they're just, they're just people. <laughs> they're just undead people. But I, I, think, people. I mean, I think that. You know, I mean, not that I know them or I've had a yeah. cup of tea with them or anything. I wish I could. But, no, I, I think that maybe they're just, like, this is my house type situation. Yeah. And and I think that, you know, we all set forth our intentions pretty well. But um, I thought it was interesting when you got scared, it's pretty indirect to... Well, I wasn't scared. I was just nervous. Just nervous. I'm sorry. Not scared. To, to leave. Yeah. I didn't want to mm-hmm. be up there that long. Yeah. Right. It's like dinner was good. It was just go yeah <laughs> send on a good note yeah don't want to wear on her welcome interesting how about you cat i don't know i'm always of the i want to experience something camp mm-hmm. like i i'm ready like aliens show yourself ghosts i'm ready part of me is also like a little nervous but i don't know when i'm with you guys like if something were to happen i feel like yeah. i would feel in good company like i'd feel safe with you guys so i wouldn't stress out about that so i was ready for an experience um i don't really feel like i had one and also i mean mm-hmm. i guess i can say i went into it a little weird i get migraines i was on like day four of a migraine mm-hmm. which is a really long time for me so i wasn't in my normal mm-hmm. mode and I did slam a sugar-free Red Bull and a Diet Coke right before <laughs> we started hunting. So I think I was a little like jacked on caffeine but that brought me up to where I needed to be like energy-wise to to do what we had mm-hmm. to do and like engage with people. So that's not like my the way I normally operate. Mm-hmm. I don't treat my body that way but <laughs> um, yeah but I did. So I had a lot of caffeine and I was a little jacked. Um, so maybe not as perceptive like in, in my mm-hmm. normal space as I would be. Um, I think that what's going on up there, there is a huge energy shift, like whether that be supernatural or just, you know, the, the energy flow of things. Um, when you go from the bar upstairs, it's, I think we all felt that Mm -hmm. it's a very different space. You are occupying a completely different space when you are upstairs and everyone in our group remarked on that. 
But I think there's a little bit of a, I guess what I would call a through the looking glass effect going on up there Hmm. where you walk up the stairs, like they're not all square. It's an old house. They're not going to be. So you kind of get that awkward, like, Ooh, like you're shifting your weight back and forth um, awkwardly as you go up. It's a really like, Mm -hmm. Uh, low sloped ceiling so that's going to make you feel kind of awkward and claustrophobic i'm sure nothing's square that cutout window like it kept stressing me out because i (laughs) feel like it probably wasn't originally there and i think Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm probably going off on a tangent here but so my house in minneapolis um it was 105 years old and for whatever reason people whenever they i'd say like oh yeah go to the basement people would go a different direction than where it was like there are huh. two possible ways uh-huh. and i feel like maybe at some point in the house's construction they moved the stairs like i'm pretty convinced because it was mm-hmm. so natural that mm-hmm. everyone was like i'm gonna go this way and i kind mm-hmm. of feel that way about the cutout window where i was like i don't think that was always there hmm. like maybe you can kind of pick up on that mm-hmm. but hmm. it kept weirding me out that we're in the dining room and i'd look over and be like ah oh, it's a cutout in the wall not a mirror <laughs> not a picture that was never like that yeah okay oh that was okay. there that was new and that was my huh. first time there, so yeah, yeah. I guess maybe yeah, I, it used to be I picked a wall up on that. See through both, you know. Right. So Interesting. yeah, that was new. Right. But why? Yeah. Why all of a sudden, if they're gonna put cut a, hole. a cut a hole in there out of nowhere, when nobody usually is supposed to go up there? Well, I guess they used to do special dining parties up there, yeah. so maybe that's why they did. So if it was occupied by different. Like, if they had a party that, you know, it overflowed to both, that mm-hmm. people they could still see interact. Yeah. So, it's, I guess. But it's just pretty just random. Just leave the door open. <laughs> you know? Like... Yeah. 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 The way that the yeah. rooms were, they were, like, squared. So, if you, mm-hmm. say, like, if you were in the green... We'll call it the green room. Uh-huh. Okay. You could you could only see the hall. Like, oh, the stairs. Okay. You yeah. could not see the music room. We'll call That's it the weird. Right. Um and then yeah. vice versa, let's say if you were in the music room, you couldn't see the green room. Mm-hmm. You could only see the office door. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know whose logistics yeah. right. that was like, hey, let's cut out this panel in this wall right. so we can see through both in- Instead of just knocking all the walls. Even though, <laughs> yeah. even though, one, we don't offer service up here, and two, how often do they really have reservations up there? Like, yeah. Seriously. What was, yeah. why, hmm. what was and, the and logistic? big enough that... that it would facilitate having that. Like, you should oh, email them. Hey, what's, what's going up on with, with the cutout? Oh, <laughs> bugs us. Yeah. <laughs> and the other part that was interesting is the music room didn't used to look like that. It looked like another dining room. Really? Huh. Um, it was completely white, though. Hmm. Um, and then it, it didn't have any like pictures or anything. I think like you can that. see that on old YouTube videos, yeah. like how it used to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So there's been changes in there. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny that they used to have, like, dining and stuff up there, and they don't anymore. You know? Mm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm sure it's a pain. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Big people see. up and down the stairs and by the bar station and behind the bar. Yeah. It's Maybe drunk like it people be. falling down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And getting food up and down those stairs. Yeah. I saw that yeah. old dumbwaiter, but I don't know if that's how they got stuff up and down. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when I was up there, what I felt is I felt my third eye area. I always do when I feel like tingling or like heaviness. That's kind of what I felt. Mm-hmm. I definitely um, kept looking at that messy closet. Mm-hmm. It seemed there was something there. It felt really creepy. Um, That's where the dumbwaiter was, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I also, I felt like light touches. Like we were talking about something specifically, and I thought I felt something on top of my You're head. Talking about the history, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah. Drea, Drea also brought up a good point that it could have very well been 
air conditioning, the ventilation. The ventilation. <laughs> the but in that room was blasting. true. But Very I was also wicked strong. I was yeah. also in the Very corner, cool. and I didn't feel it before, and then it stopped. Like it was like a little this, and it was like little brushes. You know, it wasn't anything big. So again. These are things that I'm kind of feeling, so I don't I don't know if it is anything. So that's probably a question, a follow up question to maybe ask somebody who's an expert in this area, mm-hmm. because you know it could be just me mm-hmm. freaking myself out. It could be also something about me getting scared, and you know, mm-hmm. like your your hair sure. turns up, or you know, yeah. lots of different theories. So I'm open to it. So if anybody has any ideas on that, that's a little caveman trait too. Yeah, like your hair stands up. It's supposed to like puff you up so you look bigger and more intimidating to an enemy that's like some residual trait from I was that, trying to so. puff up just <laughs> <laughs> stay away ghosts look at how tough I am so let's dig into a little bit more of some of our findings I mean we didn't get a lot that we we expected like mm-hmm. I don't know um, but sometimes I think that if you're very like come in with positive intent and you want to experience mm-hmm. something they don't give it to you because right. <laughs> yeah. I think that they're like no <laughs> you don't get it that easy but I mean sometimes when I've seen other it's usually out of nowhere it's like a prank like it's a little practical joke type situation or it's angry mm-hmm. so I don't know what it doesn't do sound think? like they're angry ghosts. No, no. they're so just. Maybe we'd never get that. They're probably yeah. there like all the time, and so I can. <laughs> and they're probably just. I don't know, because when I've noticed different things happening mm-hmm. or have heard, it's it, it's like when someone least expects it. So mm-hmm. it's almost like they're going through motions of doing X, Y, Z, and okay, they're gonna be like, all right, I'm gonna mess with you now. So I don't know. Hmm. Um. You want to lead us off on what mm-hmm. your finding is, Gabby? I found an orb. It looks like an orb. It looks like it an orb. It moves like an orb. Okay. Super fast, like one second, coming out of Drea to Cat ah. or to, towards that direction. Right. And um, and then after that, uh, my GoPro went dead. Right. From 100%. So. What was interesting mm-hmm. about that is I've had yeah. that happen in the past with really? other cameras when I've had mm. like... And it's like things will go dead, and yeah. that's kind of a theory, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they drain I, but, the ghost drain the battery to try to right. Use that but what was funny about that is when the orb came out of or behind Drea, uh, after five minutes, you were getting super uneasy. Like you were just going back and forth, like touching yourself and like mm-hmm. just being uneasy. And then after that, that's when the camera died. That's when the well. What was yeah. funny is that the orb happened, mm-hmm. and then I asked Eleanor, "Are you okay, Drea?" Yeah. Like it was out of nowhere. And then what was interesting mm-hmm. is, is after everything was getting packed up. Thank you very much for busing my food. By the way, I really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> like, packing my stuff up for Drea. She's like, and me, I'm just like, I'm like, these are so oh, rad, you know. Like but, wandering around. Yeah, I'm like, well, you guys can stay up here. I'm going down. I know me and Kat were both like, oh, oh, okay, okay. I guess all right, we're leaving. We're done. <laughs> but what was what was interesting is that who was in the other room? It was Gino. Gino was in the other room. That's right, and he's not a believer. Right. Like we were sitting down oh, at the yeah. table mm-hmm. talking the entire time, and we 
we as Grave Sisters love non-believers. Mm-hmm. We love it because we don't know. We don't know the truth. We're mm-hmm. not claiming to know anything. We're not experts. We're not professional ghost hunters. Drea does a lot of our debunking, too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I, Actually, we all debunk each other constantly. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. why I'm mm-hmm. like, I felt this. I don't know if I did. Could have been indigestion. I don't know. That's what I joke about. <laughs> but when he was definitely non-believer, so the orb happened, and yeah. then he came in from the other room, and he was like, I feel creeped out. Mm-hmm. And I took a photo yeah. of him, mm-hmm. and, that, and I could tell yeah, in his he, eyes, yeah. multiple shots, you guys yeah. have seen them, he was freaked out. Yeah. And it was right after that. We all remarked on yes. that, too. Yeah. That it was like, oh, oh the yeah. tables have turned. The <laughs> yeah. non-believer's a believer. All yeah. right. Yeah. And, what, and, it and was, we didn't know about the orb, either. We yeah, should say we, then. We, we didn't know no about idea. that until, like, an hour ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Which is the next day. We're, we're actually recording this episode the day after we, we had dinner at Casey Moore's and did our whole adventure. And after that, because we've had, we had both uh, an old-school tape recording you had a mm-hmm. GoPro. Gabby had mm-hmm. her professional grade, like camera DSLR video recording. Mm-hmm. I had my DSLR. You had Cat had a Polaroid. Mm-hmm. Drea was taking photos on her phone and right. recording. Mm-hmm. So we all had multiple things to be able to trace back to and compare and contrast. So after the orb happened, even though again we didn't know until today that mm-hmm. that happened, I took photos in the room, just really quick photos. And then um, we see what we believe is an orb in the corner of the room yeah, that I was that's taking a big photos orb. of. That was a big orb. It's like orb. a bigger, yeah, casey like, thing. And I've yeah. compared with other photos that I took and compared Drea, and Drea compared with her video that there isn't a reflection. It's not anything like I didn't have a flash on. I even compared with other photos mm-hmm. to think, oh, maybe it's my autofocus that maybe delayed with the little light that helps mm-hmm. it autofocus, but that's that's absolutely not or the case. Or on the door. Or on the door at yeah. all. So it's very interesting that it all kind of happened simultaneously. I kind of think that it was probably, if I guessed, it was in the other room, hmm. kind of came out, like, Gio felt weird. Gino. Gino, sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I said Gino. <laughs> so Gino felt weird, and then he came in, but simultaneously the orb kind of whipped around. Right, we leave, mm-hmm. and I think it may have gone back mm-hmm. to in the other place because we went into the other room, room. Yeah. and then I took the photo. And the photo I took, I wasn't super. Cl- I mean, I was close to it, but it was still kind of at a distance. Yeah. So, on the doorway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. So, that's interesting. We'll definitely like post like the still footage and yeah. Yep. And the video and everything to kind of... We're, um, we're still trying to debunk one more photo. Yeah. With the, mm-hmm. Looks like a hand outside the window. That's true. That's another one, too. Yeah. I, I think it mm-hmm. was like a branch or something, but... Um, there ain't no tree out there. Yeah. Put <laughs> a tree yeah. in front of that window. Yeah. And, and, and the the yeah. what looks like a hand, it's on the outside of the window. Yeah. yeah. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, it was probably your hand. I wasn't in there. <laughs> the, oh, you took the picture. You, she took the hand. photo. Well, she's no. got. She's holding the camera I'm holding the with camera both hands. Like this, and it's in the very yeah. corner. I don't know. I don't see a hand. She's all, I don't, don't know. I can right. see you. Well, <laughs> well, we can post it and mm-hmm. see what people think. I'm really curious to see what our listeners think. Like, we definitely encourage mm-hmm. you know people to debunk it, to confirm it, to tell us that we're crazy. I mean, all those things are welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, because. Again, we more perspectives the better. Um, but going back, how about the rest of the place? So downstairs, 
everything seemed chill, right? Yeah, super Everyone? cool place. Yeah, super cool. That was my really second time building. there. Second time there as well. Yeah, so. I mean, like like Drea over the years, I've I've been there. I tried not to be because you always run into people that you don't want to run into there. <laughs> well, it used to be time. a really rad punk rock place like yes. oh. 15 years ago. Like, yeah. Every, like, yeah, everybody would go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was definitely, there was like the different circles. You go to like Casey's, you go to yeah. Rogue, Time Out, PV, Yucca. Yeah, like Those that scene the... 15 years ago when mm-hmm. the Arizona had like really good punk bands. Yeah. Know, like really good. <laughs> It was just a, no, like they were just everybody was on fire back then. It's true. Yeah. It, was, it was just a different time. It was this the wave. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, it yeah. It was a wave. It was a mini. That was like one too, of the like that yeah. time. Yeah. But I good. but I remember it'd be like, oh, people aren't um, at Casey's. Let's go to Time Out. Oh, people yeah. aren't there. Let's check out the road. Like you would seriously be chasing around. Oh, people aren't there. Let's go to PV. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. constantly like yeah. chasing around trying to find where it was at. But yeah, Casey's was definitely that. It it has changed. Yeah. Um, I will not go there on a Saturday night at like midnight or whatever. No. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> I'm in no. bed. <laughs> I know. Me too. Me too. But I mean, not that there's anything wrong. I mean, it's it's a great place. Good food. Good service. Good everything. I just meant like it's crazy packed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's right in the middle of College Town. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I don't know. Call me old. I'm old. I like to chill. <laughs> so that's that's where it's at. But my favorite time to go to Casey's is like. On a Tuesday, a at Monday, like two o'clock in the afternoon, <laughs> you know, yeah. outside, you know, like right now it's perfect weather. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. Would have any other thoughts, you guys? On, I think I need to get more gear for <laughs> like ghost hunting. Ghost hunting. Yeah, ghost hunting yeah, because I, I go with too pure intent. I don't want to see it or hear it, so I don't know how much help I am. <laughs> You don't want to see it or hear it, but you're like, I got to get more gear. I do. I have the gear to do the work. Yeah, like I want to hear it, but I don't. But what was interesting is, is I definitely felt that the energy was different, but I felt Mm -hmm. peaceful. I don't know. I've been, I don't, I don't know. I just, maybe I was just too grounded and too Mm -hmm. excited to feel Mm -hmm. something. Yeah. But it, you know, I, I started getting anxious because... I felt Drea was getting anxious. Yeah. And That's I know, kind of and contagious. Then, if one pe- yeah. person has anxiety, it's like a herd mentality. Right. Like, yeah. It's going to trickle through. Yeah. And, and not because, oh, dang, Drea, is she getting yeah, anxious? Yeah, no, it's no, just what humans do. Like, I'm like, are you okay? Like, let's go. And you that's know, how like, we protect yeah. ourselves, too, yeah. you know, as, as people, as Which animals. Which is great. Because at the time, I'm just, oh, this is a cool photo. I'm taking this because I'm not really paying attention to things, which probably isn't the best thing when you're ghost hunting. I'm like, this is a great composition. Like, I don't know. Like, and Trace, like, can we get the fuck out of here, please? (laughs) Well, um, we're just going to go ahead and take a break here. And then when we get back, we're going to talk with one of the current employees at Casey Morris. We're going to get his insights on the history and kind of compare and contrast, you know, our findings with his. Right here on the Grave Sister Podcast. And we're back right here on the line. We do have Derek Armstrong, who is an employee at Casey Moore's. Say hi, Derek. Hi, everyone. 
<laughs> well, thanks for joining us. So um, if you mind discussing to our listeners and letting them know what's your position at Casey Morris and how long you've worked there. So I've worked at Casey Morris for eight years now, going on nine. Um, currently, I bartend and serve, but I have done everything from cooking, security, expo, pretty much everything you can do in a restaurant. Nice. So you've seen some stuff. I'm sure. I've seen I've seen some stuff. Mostly drunk people, but I've seen some stuff. <laughs> the ghost of drunk people. Those are the best. Uh, so why don't you uh, just tell us a little bit about what you know as far as the history of Casey Moore's and just kind of the the insight track outside of you know what most people can't find on the internet. Um, well, I mean it's obviously a historical landmark. I believe the house was built in like 1890s. Um, the Moore family lived there probably like 30 some odd years. Uh, there is a plaque that's posted up outside uh, the main door. If you want, if anybody wants to go and check that out, kind of has a little bit more of the history, a little bit of Tempe's history and stuff like that. Um, from my understanding though, the daughter of the original family of the house committed suicide upstairs in what is now one of our dining rooms. Um, okay. And so that's supposedly like the origin of the ghost stories at Casey's. Interesting. Um, yeah, because I because doing research and everything, there's so many different conflicting Theories, stories yeah. and different legends. Right. But I mean, I take someone that's worked there for a really long time, who's yeah. got the ins. I take your your uh, your um, version of right. what yeah, the yeah. historical landmarks mean a little bit more right. simply, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I've heard different stories too. Like there is like a little plaque hanging up by the bathroom saying that it once was a brothel. Um, I've never looked into that personally. I, you know, it's definitely very believable with the whole setup of the house, especially with like the multiple rooms and stuff upstairs. Um, but I've never done any like research or anything into that as well. So, okay, cool. So about paranormal activity, have you experienced anything while me working there at Casey's or being a patron there? So me personally, the one in the one time that I really had like an encounter, um, I was working security. And it's probably like 2.30 in the morning. We've kicked everybody out. And I'm lining up the, the bar mats. And we take them outside, close them off, clean them at the end of the night. And there's a kitchen door behind me. And that's the only way to access that little hallway that I'm in. My water spigot's up to my right in my view. So I'm spraying them off. My hose goes dead. And I didn't necessarily think anything of it. I thought like the hose had kinked up or something. But when I walked over to check it out, the spigot had physically, physically been turned off. And no one had come up from behind me. And no one had crossed my across my vision and so that was enough to kind of just like make all my hair on my body stand up you know and just all right I'm, I'm done with these they're clean now you know so. <laughs> apparently they didn't like the amount of water you're using <laughs> <laughs> right exactly it's Arizona we're in a drought don't be an <laughs> asshole H2O but I've talked to a lot of the girls a lot of the girls have uh have, have stories like we'll be sitting around counting cash at the end of the night there's a server window that you're facing <clears throat> from the bar top and we'll, you know, we'll see somebody walk by it and, but there's nobody in the dining room. Um, there's also been stories of like plates uh, just flying on the upstairs dining room, uh, tables getting flipped over and stuff like that while there's nobody upstairs. So there's, there's definitely been a lot of activity that's happened to Casey's over the years. Interesting. So it's, it's a, it can be pretty aggressive then. It can be pretty active. Um, it's actually been really quiet the last, like, uh, probably six months to a year. 
no one's really said anything about seeing anything, but there will be stretches where it's almost every other night where they're, you know, the girls are talking about it at after hours. Interesting. Um, so before any of this, were you a believer in paranormal activity and ghostly things or, you know, this- I, I was skeptical, but still open-minded at the same time. I didn't believe, but I didn't necessarily disbelieve in any of it. But then while working there, it's definitely led me to believe in it a little bit more. That's for sure. Okay. So do you get like creepy feelings or vibes sometimes in certain oh, absolutely, areas? Absolutely. If you walk upstairs to the office, you know, putting putting the safe away and everything at the end of the night, you can just feel the energy change sometimes, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning. You're the only person upstairs. Like it's just, it's got a whole different feeling to it, you know? Okay. So you're saying it's different than maybe going upstairs during the day. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Once you're like the only person in the building, like, yeah, I don't know if it's just me kind of psyching myself out or for what it is, but like I said, it's just a different energy where there's like nobody in the building and then you go upstairs, you know? Sure. Can you describe the office to us? Because I was really curious. Of course we couldn't get in there. What's behind that door? (laughs) (laughs) It's just your standard bar office. We got a printer, computer, you know, keep her safe and all, you know, all our uh, financial stuff and whatnot in there. But yeah. Is nothing, it about the same size as the room that would be opposite? No, Just, uh, definitely smaller, but it does lead into the attic area as well. Oh, yeah. oh. An attic. <laughs> I actually, I actually, a complete tour. <laughs> I knew somebody that got permission to record in the attic. And oh, cool. they got some like pretty, and it's like a hipster album or something. JD Stokes, if anybody wants to look that up, but I guess they were hoping to pick up stuff, uh-huh. but I don't know, creepy vibe hmm. more so. Is it like a crawl space attic? Or? I have no idea. No, it's, I mean, it's a full, it's a full walk-in attic. Oh, wow. um, yeah, we we kind of use it like as a storage area, but it goes like once you walk into the attic, it kind of expands the length of the entire building, so it's a big attic area. Oh, man. Um, you can stand up in there. There is a crawl space area too, oh, um, but I refuse to go into that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is that under the building? Yeah. No. Well, there actually, there is a crawl space underneath. Um, we refer to it as the hole. It's just kind of what was uh, just the, rema- <laughs> <laughs> the remains of the old basement. How um, did they we- come up with that name? It's <laughs> <just> weird. <laughs> Very creative we are. Um, but yeah, we just kind of, it's uh, the, the remaining uh, part of the, ad- or excuse me, the basement. Um, we just kind of use that as a, like a little dry, st- dry storage area. Um, and then, but yeah, upstairs, there's like a little tiny crawl space actually that you can get to from the dining room. Um, but yeah, like I said, I kind of just refuse to even open that door. Have, have you felt any activity up in the attic? In the attic? No, I personally try not to spend too much time in that area. Right. Good, good call. I mean, partially <laughs> one, just, you know, that's where we keep all our like financial stuff, you know, and all the cash and whatnot. And like, you know, just being like a good employee, I don't like being up there without somebody else in there, but also kind of being freaked the fuck out. I don't like being in there without somebody else in there. <laughs> I dig that. I dig that. You're yeah. like, my cover is, I'm trying to be a good employee, but really. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> two sets of eyes. Also, don't mind me shitting my pants real fast. Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. So, so every sort of vibe you've gotten, it's pretty much inside the house. You yeah, have- well, I mean, the one encounter I did have was technically outside, though. Oh, yeah, okay. You know, where the where the spigot had been turned off. So, I mean, I don't know how far, you know, the spirit necessarily kind of ranges out to, you know, if it just stays inside the house for the most part, or just kind of like the little grounds or the little parking lot area. That I'm not really sure of. 
So going back to that point where the water turned off, did you, what did you do? Did you just like book it or? Oh yeah. I just tossed the hose and went inside, pretended nothing happened. Oh wow. Was there anybody else there? Any other? No, there was, I mean, I mean, there was a couple of people inside, you know, doing their closing duties and stuff like that. But yeah, I just walked inside and finished my clothes and shit and didn't say a word to it to anybody until about like a month later. Were you thinking of something in particular or? something uh, not necessarily i was just thinking about how i wanted to go home and have a beer so <laughs> it's all here let me help you out <laughs> right yeah we'll speed this process up for you yeah. this ghost is very helpful <laughs> right. that's great you know just the, the fact that it has the powers to turn things flip things over like all the crazy stuff we've heard and read and yeah, oh, that's yeah. crazy. Super intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's well, a very, it's a, and it, it, that, it, like I said, you know, just like with throwing the tables and the plates and stuff like that, it's a, it, it can be a very active, physical, physically engaging spirit or whatever it is up there. Yeah. Well, I'm also curious of maybe when it's more engaging, like maybe they're just like pissed off certain workers work there. They're like, you know what? You don't, you don't clean the tables good enough. Fuck you. <laughs> and then right now they're like, you know what? We got a pretty chill staff. I think it'll be cool. Well, you know, we, we have a very low turnover rate. So if that was, if, if that ghost was pissed off at our staff, it would be throwing shit every night. <laughs> I like Sally Sue. Why did you fire her? <laughs> no, that's crazy. Well, and when we were up there taking some pictures, um, mm -hmm. Somebody pointed out that there was like scratches on the ceiling where there's the window. Um, right. Supposedly, there's been sightings of both um, a couple of different ghosts because there's talk that it's not just the person that committed suicide. It's also, um, you know, possibly like William Moore and Mary Moore as well. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you, I, I've heard stories, that? you know, like I've heard stories of people, you know, driving by or walking by late at night and seeing a figure up in the window, you know, four or five in the morning when there's absolutely nobody in the building. Um, I personally haven't seen the scratches. Like I said, I haven't looked into it a whole lot myself. I try to avoid going up there as much as possible. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So one of the things that I've done in researching is also heard that the lead singer of gin blossoms, like Doug Hopkins, he was like known to hang out and be a regular there did you hear anything regarding that part uh, of I, casey's history you know i uh, that was definitely before my time of working there i do know that he was a regular um but yeah i, I never got the opportunity to meet him or serve him or anything like that because that was long before long before i was working there okay i'm just curious because you know when that, you hear about like yeah that's more of a question for like dave like meredith sure. they've been there for like 20 some odd years so Okay. Well, it, you know, we just, that's one constant question too, that we think about, is it just ghosts that inhabit, you know, supposedly that are attached to the house or do other ghosts maybe come back to the places that they frequent at or, right. you know, do people drop off some things, you know, ghosts that it attaches to them, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, um, things that could be involved with that. So, okay. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's any pattern to, the spooky happenings that you've noticed like an anniversary or a day or a season or other yeah, than you I, said late at night yeah it typically tends to be late at night it, there has been some 
some reports while customers are in the building, but for the most part, it seems to be late at night when the building is empty with the exception of a handful of employees. Other than that, I haven't necessarily noticed any sort of pattern. I haven't really put any real thought into it though either. So, um, I mean, after this, I will definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> give some more thought though and see if there, see if there is like a pattern or anything to, uh, to, to uh, the activity. I was going to ask, um, so aside from your, you know, the water hose story and working there eight years, can you recall a time when someone told you something happened there that you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, um, with the exception of like, uh, like the tables and stuff like being, being moved and flipped and whatnot, there's never been anything that's like really like made me afraid to be there, mm. you know, um, while it is like kind of a physically active ghost, I don't believe it's like an angry spirit by any means. Sure. Um, so, I mean, the stories that people have told me, like nothing's necessarily blown my mind. Like I said, you know, there's been the instance of the people in the window, people walking by the server well, um, which is all standard like paranormal activity, but there's never been anything that's like completely just like blown my mind and made me feel like I don't want to be there anymore, you know? Sure. It does seem like it's just kind of like, Hey, just letting you know I'm here. Or at least the yeah. energy we got. It wasn't. Yeah, don't 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 forget about me, guys. Yeah, it wasn't anything like really. It was kind of like, hey, I'm. I didn't sense anything. Right. Yeah. yeah Pops head up every once in a while. Tap you yeah. on the shoulder. For sure. Tap you on the head, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I I still think I don't know. I I kept feeling like there was something kind of on my head, but Drea's like, are you sure it wasn't the air turning on? So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. It was yeah. pretty cold in there. It was. Yeah. It was. But there. what was interesting before it happened, it wasn't doing that. It wasn't like the air kicked on, and there would be different things. Yeah. But lately, since we've had our talk with the tarot person yeah. i've been kind of yeah. feeling different things so i don't i don't know <laughs> it's always that question you're like am i making this up or is this really happening so right, definitely. <laughs> who, who was the tarot person did you guys go see miss rita uh actually we did not that was something we were gonna go to we went to this uh place called vision quest so we had somebody that was uh referred to us and okay got some very interesting information so ever since then we've been kind of like oh i don't know if maybe they just want us to buy more crystals or if this is really going on but either way yeah <laughs> so um so do you get a lot of people to come in and just ask about, you know, sightings or experiences? Oh, absolutely. Kind of you know, um, they'll just be, you know, it seems like about once a week, once every two weeks, you know, we'll have somebody that will come in, want to hear the ghost stories. Uh, if I'm busy, I'll just tell people I'm new though. <laughs> you know, nice. I'm just kind of them off. Like, nice. I'm new, I don't know anything. Uh, but if I have time to sit down and talk to people, I will. Uh, you know, and I'll engage the other bartenders and servers and stuff like that too. Um, but we've had Discovery Channel come in. They actually recorded an episode. I forget what the show was. I can find that out and send you that information so you can see the episode. Um, but yeah, it was like a paranormal. It was like a paranormal TV show with the Discovery Channel. They came in. Yeah, they filmed. They interviewed a couple of the employees and stuff too. So it's yeah, you know, definitely nationally known that we are kind of like you know a spiritual hotspot. For sure. Do you yeah. have any uh, reports of people getting like patted on the head or touched <laughs> on the head just out of curiosity? Is that not not to my knowledge, but okay. when it comes to when it comes to working there, I'm still kind of relatively new in comparison to most of the employees. They've heard a lot more stories than I have. 
Sure. You know, even though I've been there for eight going on nine years, I am probably the sh- second shortest tenure bartender we have. Wow. It's impressive. <laughs> it really is. It's, it's it's impressive but depressing all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the hot spots? So besides upstairs, if somebody like a patron wants to come in and just really get some parent try and see if they can hang out with a ghost, where else would you say to hang I mean, out? upstairs is definitely the number one spot for that. Yeah. We do have uh when you first walk into the main bar area, there's a small little dining room off to the side. And if that dining room happens to be empty. Every once in a while, like, you know, people will say, like, the energy's changed or, like, they've seen something move. It's, like, just a little, like, strip, no bigger than a hallway that we've got five tables in. Uh, that's a good spot. And then there's the second dining room as well. It's a little bit bigger. That room's definitely more active with actual people, though. So unless it's unless it's completely empty, I don't think you would necessarily feel or see anything in there. But that's actually the dining room that a lot of the girls have reported seeing people in through the server window um, when there's actually nobody in there. So that those are some places that, you know, <laughs> anybody wanted to come in, they can just check out on their own. Um, like I said, we do have that like kitchen hallway where I experienced everything. But that's kind of like an employees only area. Um, and then there's the downstairs, but once again, you know, we don't let patrons or anything down there unless they're extremely closely supervised, more just a liability issue, you know? Right. Sure. You don't want more ghosts, right? Exactly. <laughs> you <don't want> some... <laughs> really, it's all about, you know, keeping the ghosts. See, actually, what we do is we just take drunk people we're kicking out. We kick them down those stairs. Nice. That's why we have so many crawl spirits. space. I get it. Exactly. I, like, I like your style, Derek. I like it. <laughs> you got you to deal with drunk assholes somehow, right. you know? <laughs> now, that's a bartender I could get behind. <laughs> I had a question for you, Derek. Um, I might yeah. have been before your time, but um, online there's always there's articles or people saying that the cops have been called to Casey Moore's because of the motion detections went off in the alarm. Um, you, that that has happened a few times. Mm-hmm. We haven't had that issue probably in about like a year or two. Okay. But in the eight years that I've yeah. worked there, I can recall at least three times that you know there's nobody in the building. Uh, PD will get alerted from our silent alarm into the building there's nobody in there none none of the doors were opened everything's still locked from the inside so that has happened on more than one occasion interesting oh it's creepy (laughs) it's really really creepy that's that's all that's all we gotta say about that (laughs) okay great so yes or no casey moore's is haunted 80 20 yes Okay. Nice. <laughs> and this is for someone who wasn't necessarily a believer. Correct. Yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. So you're kind of a believer. I uh, I'm, I'm a, I'm a majority believer. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so Do you not, have anybody yeah. that works there that's like, no, this place isn't fucking haunted. You guys are making this up. Oh, I mean, if you ask all the door guys, they'll, they're going to throw on a big macho attitude and definitely tell you uh. that. But they're at the door. You get about like six beers in those guys and they'll tell you a different story. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they're all that figure in the window is really hot. You <laughs> <laughs> should get her number. <laughs> Awesome. Well, we thank you so much for taking your time, yeah, taking time out of your night, and just telling us your your experiences. And um, yeah, not a problem. Yeah. 
Hopefully the ghost will stay at bay and be kind to you. <laughs> and just help you more with some more closing duties. I, yeah, I, exactly. I, I felt they could get on some dishes, maybe. Right, you know, pick up a broom every once in a while. Like, <laughs> right. would, you you could turn around and say, would it kill you? Oh, ooh, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Damn. Awkward. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Derek. Yeah, have a good night. Thank you. You too. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. Okay. All right. That was Derek Armstrong from Casey Moore's Bartender Extraordinaire. You heard it, guys. He was kind of a non-believer. Yeah. And now he's 80-20. That's, that's, that's a good, good percentage for non-believers. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know. What, do you, what did you guys think of some of his takeaways? I'm struggling with, like, not a profound ghost moment. Yeah. Like, yeah. No one's been like, I saw a lady on the stairs and then she like disappeared into the wall. Yeah. Like someone in one of the videos that we yeah. like the older bartenders. That, yeah. But I haven't seen or or he didn't say anything that really like made me a firm believer. Right. right. I, I wish we smart. could be there after hours because I feel like that's oh, when the stuff's gonna happen. Truth. Yeah. You'd, ha you'd have to probably like, like yeah, <laughs> that'd be terrifying. <laughs> then we'd know for sure. Yeah, it, everything seems to happen after after mm -hmm. hours. Yeah, and it's interesting that it's usually starting around three o'clock, yeah. and that's kind of known as a time yeah. for spooky things to happen, right? Yeah. Isn't that the witching hour, right? The witching hour is midnight, but I feel like three a.m. is supposed to be like yeah. yeah. The well, it is Casey Moore's. Maybe maybe they're drunk. And they're just Maybe doing bars it closed earlier. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense that they do it. They start interacting like after everyone leaves, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. maybe. I just think it's very interesting that the paranormal activity has been calming down the past year or so, mm -hmm. because that's not the first time I heard that because when I had to reach out to some other people mm -hmm. to get permission um, to do what we were doing, uh, they said the same thing too, that it's just really calmed down. And I'm like, well, what changed? Yeah. What's the pattern? And I'm wondering if maybe somebody came in and did some smudging. Yeah. I don't know. You never know. You get a lot of people coming in and out. Maybe they did construction. Cause I know that that's supposed to waken the spirits. Like mm. if an area goes under construction, apparently mm. the spirits of the past get confused or irritated. Isn't Tempe or like in construction? Constantly. <laughs> and I used to live around there and it actually, in fact, was under construction oh, yeah. around that time. I think I remember that too. Yeah. Uh -huh. And that's, and that's a good th theory because remember when we were talking to Colleen and she was saying something, if you think that there's a spirit around, you need to say like the year. So they're not right. as confused. Mm -hmm. So I can, I'm getting chills right now. I could yeah. just be cold. It could be cold, but anyway, <laughs> freaking myself out. Get that bad juju out of here. <laughs> All right. So before we say goodbye, Casey Moores, is it haunted? Yes or no? Gabby, go. Yes. Drea? Yeah. Cat? Probably, but I can't say that I experienced that. Angela says yes. So general grave sister consensus, it is haunted, but possibly just indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe too much caffeine. Maybe too much caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We want to provide a huge shout out to all the crew over at Casey Moore's. We had quite a few individuals helping us out in this episode. They're wonderful. If you have never visited there before and you're in the area, definitely encourage you to check out Awesome spirits there, great staff, wonderful food, 
and you may or may not have an experience there. If you do, definitely message us and let us know about it. Also, big shout out and thank you to Gino and Matrick for being on the go with us in our creepy little excursion. Um, they were definitely good sports and hanging out with us, so we really, really appreciate that. And of course, uh, Derek Armstrong, who spoke on behalf of Casey Morris and his experiences. So um, before we go, we're going to close out this episode with a brand new track from Creepsville 666 um, called Dearly Undead. So thanks again, Gino and Matrick, for providing that to us. And this is the first time it's being premiered. So it's right here on the Grave Sisters. So that's super exciting. So be sure to take a listen. And uh, while you're at it, go ahead and show the boys some love. Go on to Instagram and their Facebook uh, throw them a like, throw them a follow. Facebook, it's Creepsville 666 official, and on Instagram, Creepsville 666. So they'll have a bunch of information on upcoming shows and announcements. I know the Venomous Pinks are definitely fans with them, and you guys uh, definitely play shows, so that's always a cool thing. So they're amazing, and definitely support all their musical radness. Now, while you're at it, go over and head over to our website, SoundSistersAZ.com, and check out previous Sound Sisters and Grave Sister podcast episodes, as well as articles and photo galleries. You can check out Gabby's new column, which is Chaosly Short. Mm-hmm. Um, it's short. Short interview reviews, and got the Angels and Airwaves mm-hmm. photos up there. So you, you can check out Tom DeLong and all his alien weirdness. Now, if you want to listen to our podcast through an app, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. We are still in the hunt for creeptastic photos and videos, so DM or email us your stuff at contact at soundsistersaz.com. And uh, don't forget to follow us, heart us, share us, soundsistersaz, grave, sis, grave underscore sistersaz on Instagram. We want to thank you all for showing your support for both the Sound Sisters and Grave Sister podcast. We appreciate all the love. So much love being put out there. We see it. So thank you. This is Angela Rose Red signing off with my fellow ghouls to say, when you hear a mysterious bump in the night, are certain that the truth is really out there or cannot shake the frightening feeling that there is more out there than the eye can perceive, remember, remember you, you are not alone.
fucking dead!